across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Well, horrific reports coming out of the Helen Joseph Hospital this morning. As I understand it, in most wards, there's no water coming out of the taps. You can't flush toilets because the water pressure is so low. So people can't go to the toilet. People with serious diseases literally trying to clean themselves with their clothes are some of the reports that we've seen. Can you imagine your relative in a hospital without proper water and how dirty everything gets so quickly in an environment which is supposed to be cleaner than anywhere else on the planet? Well, the acting CEO at the Helen Joseph Hospital is Dr. Rodney Peto. Dr. Peto, good morning, and I appreciate you taking the time. I'm sure you're very busy. Good morning, Mr. Stephen Cortez and all the SAFM RISE listeners. How bad is it? How bad is it for your patients? Um, if I just have to give a 5.30 a.m. update this morning uh, from the matron that was on call at night, um, she informed me via WhatsApp that all the floors now, they've got water. But that's the information that I want to see it firsthand. Uh, when I arrived at work, um, I was on my way to work, left early from Mohale City, but you know, the non-functional robots, even though there is no load sharing, they delayed me, so I had to park on the side so I could be able to handle the interview. But honestly speaking, uh, for the past five days, that I'll say from the 1st of June up until yesterday, the situation was really bad. Um, it improved on Sunday. Uh, in the sense that only the ground floor and the first floor, there was now water running. But all our inpatient wards, um, they are from the second floor up to up to the seventh floor, Mr. Hrotes. I do acknowledge that it's a crisis, and I'd like to apologize for that. But we know that hospitals, their core business is to render clinical care. There are people who are responsible for the supply of water to hospitals. It's Johannesburg Water, but also the custodians of the, of the infrastructure is the housing department of infrastructure and development. They've been on board since on Saturday. I was at the hospital both Saturday and Sunday. What they've identified is that there is adequate pressure or outside of the hospital yard. The, the pressure goes down as it goes through the pipes inside the hospital yard. So because of that, it means we are the ones who have to look at our old infrastructure and try to make sure to find out what is the problem. What I can tell you is that it's not obstruction. But we don't know what is the cause of the, the pipes are not obstructed. But the cause why the low pressure, we actually don't know it's being investigated. And you know that the pipes are underground. All right. There are a couple of things here. Um, you, yes. I presume, like other old, bu- like other big buildings, you've got water yes. tanks on the roof. And if the water tanks on the roof are full, you should have pressure because the water moves down. That's how the system works. Is it difficult from some of the reports I've seen? One of the problems is getting water into the tanks on the roof. Is that a problem? Yes, it's true. Uh, because of low pressure, so the water entering the tanks, you know, it's, it's entering at a pressure that sure. is almost the same like that of a domestic uh, horse pipe. And the pressure that it's supposed to enter, it's supposed to be like the pressure when water goes out of a fire hydrant. Yes. So that's where the problem. And, uh, and, and so, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, doctor, if I okay. may. Um, and yes. is that because of a problem with Joburg water? Is the pressure, the, prob- the pressure problem coming from their side? No, the pressure problem up until the perimeter of the hospital, it's normal, okay. according to the, to, to the pressure measurements. So that is why I'm acknowledging, acknowledging that the problem is inside the hospital yard. So that makes it our responsibility to, 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 to find out what is the cause of the problem. As much as now in the morning, the water is available on all the floors. I will confirm when I arrive at work. Mm. But now we can say the solution has been temporarily solved because during the day, the consumption is high. So that is when we'll be able to determine to say, is this has been, been solved or it was just a temporary relief. Okay. Then, um, so, so you're hoping that it's going to be solved. You say that the Gauteng Infrastructure Department have been helping you. Has the, Gauteng yes. Health, has the Gauteng Health Department been talking to you as well? Have they been on the scene? 
Yes, no. Uh, my my uh, immediate supervisor is Dr. Mankupane, the LTDG for hospital services. He's been really uh, support, supportive, very much supportive. He was with me on Thursday. Uh, actually, to introduce me as the newly appointed acting CEO, because on Thursday, the same day that the problem started, it was my day one. So today it's day six on duty, but it's also day six of the problem. Sure. Okay. Yes. So for your patients during this time, the last five days, I know ambulance patients you've asked to divert, people arriving yes. in private cars you, you need to take because they can't always move. Take that. Yes. It must have been horrible. I mean, I've worked in buildings before where, you know, the toilets yes. don't work. After one day, you really can't go in there. This is a hospital. It must be it's terrible true. for your patients. Um, it's really terrible for patients and also for staff. Uh, remember, we do have medical wards where we've got patients that are being treated for, vir- for various types of infections. So for you to minimize the spread of infection, you must have running water, whether from the tap and also uh, flushing toilets. You talk about theater. When, 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 when surgeons have to operate, they do what is called a surgical hand wash, whereby you wash your mm-hmm. limbs up until the elbows. So you can imagine that the risk of cross-infection is very much high because of the lack of water supply over the past five days. Okay, so are you taking new new patients now from ambulances or are you going to wait to see if the water situation sorts itself out before you take things back to normal? No, we do take patients. What we do when we divert, we actually divert for a maximum of up to four hours up until the, the, the emergency department is relieved of the pressure. For example, last night they, at 8 p.m. they had 46 patients, which was a, a 100% overflow. But, you know, patients come on private cars and also via ambulance. So if we are not on divert, because when we are on divert, we impact negatively on the neighboring facilities such as Charlotte Matreke, uh, Johannesburg Academy Hospital, South Rand, and Leradong. So we try by always not to be on 100% divert. It's intermittent every four, four to six hours. All right. So, Dr. Peto, I mean, you'll get to work. I know the robots, et cetera, yes. et cetera, et cetera. We all have yes. the same problem. Um, yes. Are you speaking, the, the Gauteng Infrastructure Department are helping you. Are you worried this might need quite a big intervention, that you're going to have to have construction work there? Last thing you need right now is construction work at a hospital to fix this problem. Yeah, that will be the long-term plan. Uh, I went to the tanks on Sunday. Um, old infrastructure, old tanks. As much as we are having a struggle with the pressure, but... The way I looked at the tanks, one day we're going to have a, a pipe burst and then the hospital will flood. So that will be a long-term plan to say the pipes, they need to be replaced. Not to be repaired, but to be replaced. All right, Dr. Rodney Peto, good luck with your trip to work, sir. Thank you very much indeed for your time this morning. The acting CEO at the Helen Joseph Hospital. Difficult situation there, uh, as you can imagine. Dr. Peto telling us, though, that the Gauteng Health Department and the Gauteng Infrastructure Department have been very much involved. Well, the DA uh, Gauteng Shadow Health MEC, Jack Blum, has made contact with us this morning. Uh, Jack, good morning. You would have heard Dr. Peto, the acting CEO there, explaining the problem. Looks like there's some progress. What are you hearing from patients? Well, look, it, it's actually very terrible. It's inhuman, and uh, the first priority of a of a hospital is basic hygiene, and for that you need uh, water. But what I'd really like to point out is that the Southern Health Department failed to spend uh, 2.7 billion rand of its budget in the last financial year, and 550 million rand of that was specifically for hospital infrastructure. Now, there's been problems at the Helen Joseph Hospital for years, and I think that hospital should have been high in the priority list. And now you have more than half a billion rand 
it would probably be returned to the Treasury uh, because they simply couldn't spend it. Now, you know, it, it's tragic that we had this terrible crisis now and everybody's suffering, and I, I really sympathize with the hospital management. But uh, the problem is that that hospital should have been foreseen long ago and it should have been fixed up with the available money. The money is there, they just don't spend it. We've had water problems as well at the Rahima Musa Mother and Child Hospital in the past. Are you worried we might have a lot more water problems from old infrastructure in hospitals in Gauteng? Well, it has to become a very, very high priority. But we were told that uh, at a health committee meeting last week that not a single hospital fully complies with occupational health and safety legislation. Now, that's very, very serious. And, of course, uh, water provision must be very high on the, on the high priority list for any hospital. Uh, you know, we've had problems constantly at uh, Regina Musa and Helen Joseph Hospital. The pipes should have been looked at long ago. So I, I think we'd have to get through the present uh, crisis, but we, we really have to make sure that uh, both those hospitals and other hospitals with very old infrastructure are, are, are repaired. But uh, at present, what happens with uh, with the Heart and Health Department, they use the, the Department of Infrastructure Development, which is absolutely notorious for corruption and choosing poor contractors. Uh, you know, the gift of the Gilvers uh, managed to do a wonderful dispensary at uh, Schadenkrieg at Johannesburg Hospital. They raised the 60 million rand and they managed to do it. But if you gave it to the to the provincial government, they'd still be building it and it would, uh, you know, cost four times uh, what what it should have cost and you know the first contractor would likely have uh, not been able to complete it and it'd be replaced by another co- contractor that that's actually what happens with the infrastructure development so it's just pure incompetence lots of corruption and i think we really need to get private uh, public partnerships going uh, uh, we, we need to get private sector expertise use available money and make sure that our hospitals are in fit condition Jack Blum, the view from him. Thank you. The uh, Shadow Health MEC for the Democratic Alliance in Gauteng. 21 after 7.